Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. Welcome to Medical Moms NICU, where we help you navigate the medical system with ease. I'm Tanisha, and I hope you had a lovely three-day weekend, President Weekend, and I'm hoping that this podcast will encourage you today. Today's podcast is really about navigating the medical system with ease, which is what this mission and podcast is all about, helping NICU moms, life after NICU moms, NICU moms of medically complex miracles navigate the medical system with ease. And so today's topic is from formula to food, from formula to food, from formula to food. For those who do not know, I have a NICU graduate, kidney warrior, and cancer fighter who is five, and then I have two back-to-back pandemic babies. So I have three under six, and today I'm celebrating because yesterday my kidney warrior and cancer fighter was able to take complete organic blends through his G-tube. And this is a first for us, and he is five years old. And I'm so thankful because I just want to go back in time a little bit and give you a small version of his story. I remember being in the NICU as a first-time mom, never experiencing such a horrific and traumatic experience in my life but holding on to God's unchanging hand and I realized when I saw my son alive I knew that was a great miracle because he wasn't predicted to live he only had a maybe a five percent chance according to the doctor to live because of his diagnosis of lutu lower urinary tract obstruction but essentially God said yes he's going to live and he's going to thrive And he was born into the NICU in Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And I remember seeing all these tubes and seeing them monitor his vitals and him being in the incubator and just wondering, how am I supposed to mother this miracle? I felt disconnected because of the cords. 
I didn't know how to engage with him because I was just overwhelmed. And I remember sitting in the uncomfortable rocking chair in the NICU and feeling my breasts and how they were starting to make milk. And thankfully, they had a phenomenal lactation team. And I was able to get supplies from Mandela. And they had a private room where you could pump if you chose to pump, even in a stressful environment. And I remember the nurse telling me just a drop of my milk is great for Jalil's immune system. And so through the help of Ronald McDonald House providing the Mandela pump and the help of Children's Hospital providing the Mandela pump and supplies, I was encouraged to pump. And I was pumping the colostrum, which is the liquid gold that everyone speaks of that has vitamins, minerals, antibodies to fight viruses. And that was key. And they had a lactation milk lab where you could put these put these donations up in the freezer or the refrigerator for your child to receive it when their feeding was conducted. And so I remember pumping three, six, nine, twelve, three, six, nine, twelve, three, six, nine, twelve. And I did it for six months and I pumped and I remember my husband, my incredible husband telling the nurse because I was just crying because I was going through the postpartum depression, post, post-traumatic stress disorder because I didn't, I couldn't imagine my first time motherhood being like this. And he took the nurse and said, can you show her the machines and help encourage her to care for our son because she feels so disconnected. And I remember the nurse asking me if I would like to know more about what he's hooked up to and how to read the vitals and change the diaper and weigh him. And and it meant the world to me. And then she said, are you a pumpy mom? I said, yes, I'm a pumpy mom. And she said, well, collect a little bit of your colostrum and we'll take a swab and I'm going to allow you to swab his mouth with it because even that makes a difference to his journey here. And I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. That moment, I felt more like a mother because at first I felt like the nurses were more like a mother than I was. And that journey is the reason why I'm celebrating today because I was able through all of these surgeries, through all the incubations, through all the transfers from one NICU to the other, Cincinnati to Arkansas, I was able to still lactate. And I'm thankful to God that I was able to supply. But for those who are stressed out, maybe you're a NICU mom right now that doesn't have the support system because you do need a support system. You need to eat, you need to hydrate, you need to rest in order to lactate and give your child the best quality of milk but if you're not in that space don't judge yourself you are doing a phenomenal job even in this raw state and there is also 
donation milk that's given from other mothers who may have lost a child in the NICU or just have oversupply. So always ask your lactation team if you could get donation milk. And if you're not willing to do that, you can also do formula. And I want to say this, because our son has kidney disease, we had to make a hard choice and Jaleel was able to consume three ounces of my breast milk, but it got to a point where he was so bad off with his kidney disease that he wouldn't eat nearly as much as he needed to grow adequately. So they asked me if if I would supplement with formula and he had a lot of medicines which changed the way his milk tasted. We had to decant his formula, which is basically take a lot of the potassium out because when you have kidney disease, that can hurt your heart and it can also throw your electrolytes off and make you worse. And so they told me to consider doing a G-tube and I was reluctant at first because I liked the fact that Jalil was on a bottle at least on a bottle he he may not have been on my breast but he was on a bottle and he was drinking my pumped milk so it was really hard for me to surrender and go to a g-tube but I did it because I knew me and my husband wanted that greater goal which is a kidney transplant and I knew that he was going back and forth with weight and he was vomiting a lot so it was just like okay I'm already stressed out with the potential of him being on dialysis and peritoneal dialysis. I can't keep up with dialysis, nightly dialysis at home and, you know, be pumping. So I said, God, thank you for the six months of pumping. And we're going to go ahead and trust your will and your way. And so we end up getting Jalil G2 button and he was able to do PM6040, which is a kidney or renal formula, especially for kidney kids. And we were on that for two years. And then Jaleel was blessed by God to get a healthy deceased donor kidney. And we were able to celebrate two years of post-kidney transplant this month. And I'm so grateful for that donation of life because it increased Jaleel's life, his energy, and just allowed him to be a kid again. Last year, he was able to go to school, and we had started out with continuous feeds. I remember us being on continuous feeds with the infinity pump, continuous feeds, and we had to feed him, like, because he was very sensitive with dialysis. We had to feed him small amounts of milk, so it would be like an ounce every hour. And it was just hard because he was just vomiting, vomiting, vomiting a lot to a point, you know, we had to go as slow as steady as possible. But once he got that new kidney, he really was able to tolerate his bolus feeds, which is an hour feed five times a day and more volume. So I'm just so grateful two years later that he's now feeling like he wants to put something in his mouth, whether it be vegetable puree, blend he's able to swallow no reflux or no resistance 
And so yesterday I celebrated on President's Day. That's the reason why I didn't post a Mom Day podcast. I was so thankful that we finally got to a place and space to try complete blends, organic. And how that happened, very uh, initial plug, one of my friends, <laughs> she's into nutrition, diastetics, and she prompted me to ask the dietitian for samples samples, free samples of a formula that I like and complete organic blends is more plant-based foods because Jalil is on Nutrient Junior and he's now ready to eat. So I would suggest if you are in a situation where your child is ready to eat and they've been on G2 for like, for us, it's been four and a half years, then I would start out with complete organic blends because it's a cleaner label a lot of organic ingredients and then overall your child's going to feel better and how this came about was that Jalil if you go back to the previous episodes was impatient a couple weeks ago in the PICU he had a nasty virus and it's HMPV abbreviation but it's really a nasty virus that looks like a cold, but it's really worse because when you're immune suppressed, you can develop pneumonia and respiratory distress. And that's what Jillo happened to have when he went to the clinic outpatient. He went into respiratory distress. And so he needed 10, 10 liters of oxygen support. And so long story short, he was in the NICU, not NICU, but the PICU for a week. And so it made me realize, like, Jalil needs better nutrition so that he can be better equipped to fight these nasty viruses. Because he was in school in August, and I pulled him out temporarily so that I could work on his immune system. And so it took my sister, my soul sister, to (laughs) prick my heart and really be adamant about switching him to a better better formula and so complete organic blends can be provided by your your nutritionist if it's medically safe for your child to convert over to a cleaner version of nutrition do it and most likely they'll be able to do it if your child hasn't had any issues from a feeding standpoint and they're growing accordingly and they're tolerating the changes of just a little bit of puree because that for me I'm starting Jalil and puree because he has food has been foreign to him since six months so I'm trying to do things a little bit slower so that it can be a safe experience and enjoyable experience for him so I'm thankful for my soul sister she's listening for convicting me even when I didn't want to hear because I was just tired of this medical journey and going through all the trauma I'm very thankful for her her name is Megan Strand she's going to do great things in the nutritional world and that's the good thing I found her I have not met her but that's the beauty of Clubhouse and community online during the pandemic. I, I met some incredible moms from Camille Joy, who is awesome. You have to look her up, Moments of Joy Podcast. 
she's the one who prompted me to launch this podcast (laughs) and I thank God for her and so follow her on social moments of joy podcast on tiktok on instagram she's a phenomenal mom who talks about raising a child that has autism and all the resources that come with that diagnosis and just helping mothers that have children that have disabilities like me navigate this medical world and so shout out to her But during the pandemic, I met some phenomenal moms online, on Zoom, on Clubhouse, on Instagram, on TikTok. And it's just been a blessing to witness God moving and building a community of support. And what I love to do is to pay it forward and share their platforms because they help me in my dark spaces. And in this journey, you cannot do it alone. So I'm rejoicing because... My son, for those who are listening, Jaleel is currently on food. And March 1st, we'll go back. He'll check his labs out. And God willing, he'll be able to switch to complete organic blends. And we'll be off a Nutrient Junior, the formula he's been on for two years. And so I'm super grateful. I know my family, my friends, even my, my medical moms who I have not met yet in person, are rooting for us. But I wanted to share this experience to say, Mom, it's a journey, medical mom, it's a journey, the things that you desire. I've been wanting my son to get on food for God knows how long. And it's finally here, five years of dealing with the medical commotion. Five years we are here, and my son's from from getting on the formula to eating real food. And so I'm so thankful. And I just wanted to encourage you today to say, continue to trust God, lean on your support system, and all things will work out for the, for the good. If you're struggling right now, it's not forever. Seasons change. Rest, rest in peace to my aunt. She used to tell me all the time, seasons change, Tanisha. Seasons change. What you're dealing with today would most likely not be there tomorrow. So appreciate the now because a lot of things will come at you that you don't see, but it's your mindset. That's what we can control. We can't control the circumstances of what we're experiencing right now, the medical chaos, but we can control our mindset and to speak those words of life and affirmations to our child that is fighting for their life in the NICU, the PICU, the OR, the list goes on. We can speak those words. We can channel good music, gospel music, jazz music, chakra balancing music, meditation music. Thanks to, to God, I have a credible God, God that provided me with a husband that has a great, caring, nurturing heart. We remember setting the atmosphere in the NICU and playing gentle music so that Jaleel, even though he was going through a lot of operations, could be soothed by the music, by a singing to him, by child life providing instruments. These are all resources that you can tap into when you're going through a lot of medical trauma. So I just want to say, nothing lasts forever. If your baby is alive, 
their vitals are stable for the most part, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day because there are medical moms who are mourning the loss of their child right now. And that's heartbreaking. That's a that's a that's a really, really deep pain to lose a child because you have a deep connection from the time that you took the pregnancy test. So even in the moments when things are going right, rejoice, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice because your child is still alive and things will get better. And as you can see, it may take months or years for you to receive what you desire, but God always has impeccable timing and divine timing. I'm Tanisha. Thank you for listening. I hope that you replay this podcast and share it out to those who you know need motherly encouragement. And remember, you're doing the best you can with what you have been given. Everything that you have been given, you can do. God built you up for this moment. And so lean on him, lean on your support system, lean on the medical team, and you will find that God is getting the glory in this situation and circumstance. And I truly believe that everything happens when the time is right. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to hold on, hold on even when I wanted to break. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So thank you so much for listening. I'm Tanisha. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Take care of yourself.